Yo, it's Turek Baptiste. So, first off, thanks for joining in. Tonight is going to head up, we'll start off our self-worth series. I want to tackle self-worth in the family structure, right? So, for most of us, that's where it derives in the family structure, uh, some form of rejection in some way has its roots there. Um, and I can speak to my own experience in my family, I'll say like primarily maybe my mother's father's side of the family is more of a blended family. And I remember growing up just like wanting to be around these people. Oh, they had nice houses, nice cars, and everything just appeared to be something that I wasn't aware that it wasn't. Um, and I really measured my worth according to them. So like uh, one of my aunts, whatever, like she bought her sons, like it was kind of like it was a trend for me. And I silently like idolized them because I was rejected. Um, and in most cases, rejection isn't always um, people purposely setting you aside. Sometimes what we can view rejection as is being different, which is why I want to um, title this episode The Black Sheep Edition, right? So I've done some research. I even put a poll up on Facebook um, asking people what the meaning of the black sheep was for them. Upon doing some research on black sheep, I found some very interesting things and very interesting things I'll say that connects that saying and even those perceptions in the family structure. So, Tonight, we're gonna to talk about self-worth and the family structure. So self-worth in the family structure, right? So as I said, for some of us, self-worth starts in the home. It derives in the home. And that can be any variation of parents. You know, you can have a single mother raising sons and daughters. You can have a single father raising sons and sons or daughters. You can have two-parent home, um, father's active, mother's active. You can have a two-parent home where the mother primarily works and the father is more active. And then you can have some that is um, what I found to be kind of typical in some areas is the two-parent home, the father works primarily, the father is there physically, but not there emotionally. 
Um, and then you have the clash of the father not even being there at all. So it seems to be something that is, we'll say common in certain communities. And because it is so common, it's not deemed at or deemed as a something that can have a traumatic effect. Um, and we've seen it um, as men and women in our lives. Um, we've seen it in ourselves. We've seen it in other people. Um, but any variation of the lack of in your growth and development creates like it's it's almost like little pockets and um i'm, I'm a certified uh, neurologistic programming practitioner right and i like to call it the psychology of the body um and it kind of helps reset um the mind and reset the skills to focus towards things that are more progressive, focus towards thoughts that are more progressive, focus towards actions and behaviors that are more progressive, um, breaking your mind from the box that the, our environment created. And, you know, some of the things that we've experienced um, in life, in our growth and development, and some of the people that we've encountered or some of the experiences we have encountered in our growth and development aren't all drastic, you know, monsters that, you know, came to terrorize our lives. A lot of some of the things that we experienced in the area of rejection as children was really just culture. You know, it was really culture. And, you know, the basis of some of those concepts, thoughts, ideas, and behaviors are, um, definitely rooted in some other things but a lot of it was culture and as I said previously we find ourselves having to become adaptable to that environment so if your mother is never home because she's always working providing but your father is always there the relationship with the father becomes either a good one or a bad one it becomes either I can't stand this as or this is my favorite and I don't really know my mother too well. Um, and that creates like a domino effect of issues. And sometimes more minimal than major, but these little different things in our growth and development create these little rejection issues. And Growing up again in, I'm gonna say black culture in America, you can definitely identify with, I think any of us, regardless of what your ethnic group, you know, and so, and, and I'm a person that believes that um, there is only one race, which is the human race. However, we are, um, I'll say we do have our uh, placements on the gene tree in the gene pool as it relates to genetics. Um, and I am definitely a believer that um, people of African descent have a very stronger genetic system um, than most, but that's a whole nother 
different show. But growing up primarily in, you know, we'll say black culture, you understand the, again, like I said in the, in the previous show, the levels of classism as it relates to who you were, where you were, where you were from, what you wore, what you had, right? And it was more personified in inner cities and in the hood. Now, none of us ain't really got shit, right? <laughs> but we trying so better to be, we trying so hard to be better than the person next to us who ain't got shit. They live next door to us. They live next door to us in the projects or like in the dead of the hood. But um, if he got the Space Jams, nigga, I need to have the next pair that comes out next week um, with my ticket ready to go get it. And some of it, you know, we can look at as just, you know, minor childlike competition, but I've learned to process the root of things. When you process the root of things, it kind of computes and zaps all of the other smaller things that were associated with it, that by the time you get to the nucleus of the problem, you've already canceled out a few other concepts, ideas, thoughts, belief systems, emotions. So I wanted to title this show, The Black Sheep Edition, because in most family groups, the person who has had the most effect from some of the previous experiences that I've named is often called the black sheep. And they're called the black sheep because although what seemed to be normal to everybody else wasn't normal to them and it didn't have the typical effect. And most times, those people are the people who have tried the hardest to fit into those systems and structures because they've been the only different one. So imagine being the person that is different from everyone else. Different thoughts, different ideas, not necessarily on the, on the scale or spectrum of good or bad, but different ideas, different concepts, different ways of thinking. So attempting to fit into those boxes and those spaces always will create, um, we'll say conflict, and in most cases, contention. And that person has learned through the process of what they've experienced in this growth and development that they needed to make themselves less than or secondary because in the expression of who they really were or who they really are, it had to always be suppressed because it did not fit in the box. It did not fit in the box of every other person in your family. So now we find ourselves at the place of realizing that there is a difference and coming to the awareness that not only is the difference okay, but the difference is what makes you the light 
amongst all of the people who are seeing things the same way. So like imagine a light shooting out of a space of darkness and everything beneath that light has to look towards it for direction. So the term black sheep comes from, of course, (laughs) you know, 18th century, 19th century England, right? (laughs) Of course, right? And it's for the literal black sheep, for a literal black sheep. Black sheep would be a sheep that is born out of the flock that is completely black. Not only is their um, wool black, but the skin is black, their nose, their hooves, everything is completely black, right? Now, they were considered undesirable because their fur couldn't be dyed, right? They're completely the same as any other sheep. The only difference is their fur could not be dyed because it was literally infringed. Their bodies are literally infringed with the color black. So in most terms, in most family structures, the black sheep is considered the one that's the different one, the bad one is always associated with something negative. But in totality, Even the term, which we know again, 18th, 19th century England with the term black, or at that that time, nor, N-O-I-R, or more, M-O-O-R, which is what stood for black during that time, 18th century England. Of course, anything black will be deemed as wrong, bad, demonic. And of course, as these terms and ideas and concepts grew over the years and made it over to the Americas, you know, it became what it was. Like you tell a rumor to one person at the front of the room and by the time it gets to the back, it's a whole nother story. So it's, it's that same concept. But essentially a black sheep is only a black sheep because it don't fit in the box. (laughs) Everything about it is different. So it's not that you're undesirable. It's not that you don't fit in. You weren't made to fit in. (laughs) You were made for everything about you to be different. So in the sense of self-worth, looking at it from the perspective that my value is not equated to them or equated to the box that I didn't fit in, my value is equated to the pure, raw, authentic aspect of myself. And only one person knows who that person is. And that's that person in the mirror that we talked about before. Yo, thanks again for tuning in. 
this week's show was on self-worth in the family structure. Next week's show is going to be self-worth and friendships and interpersonal relationships. How that shows up, how we find different ways to one-up each other in our friendships and having what I call the silent jealousy packs with each other. Um, so we're going to deal with that next week. I really appreciate you guys for listening. For any other information on me, you can go to TurekBaptiste.com. I am also Turek Baptiste on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I have some really cool deep breathing exercises on YouTube if you want to check out. Um, I am also Turek Baptiste on Clubhouse. So again, thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you next week. Be well.